Take your Bibles into Luke chapter 9, please. Luke chapter 9. How many here have uh, heard of a song entitled, I've Come Too Far to Look Back? Come on, raise your hand. A lot of us have. I'm going to read, I'm just going to read two verses off of this, the, the first line in the chorus, and then uh, we're going to read Ma- uh, Luke chapter 9 and jump right into the message. The verse, uh, I think, was made famous by the Hoppers. If you want to go home and uh, YouTube it and you can hear it, um, here's how the song goes. I've come too far to look back. There is nothing behind me. All, all the treasures I used to know have all faded from view. There's a new day ahead for me. All my heartache is over, for I left it at Calvary where my new life began. Is that good? That's, that's preaching material right there. The chorus says this, I've come too far to look back. My feet have walked through the valley. I've climbed mountains, crossed rivers, desert places I know. But I'm nearing the home shore. The redeemed are rejoicing. Heaven's angels are singing. I've come too far to look back. Is that a good song? Is that a good song? That's a great song. Luke chapter 9. Go with me to verse uh, 50. Let me look at this. 57, please. Jesus with his disciples were going from village to village. He had given them on the first verse of chapter 9 all power and authority over hell, the demons, and to heal and to cast out demons and all kinds, giving them power that they need to do the work of the Lord. And as they were traveling on, apparently other people were with them. But in verse 57, it says this, chapter 9, Luke Verse 57, and it came to pass, as they went their way, a certain man said unto him, Lord, I will follow thee whithersoever thou goest. And Jesus said unto him, foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has not, uh, not where to lay his head. And he said unto another, follow me. But he said, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. And Jesus said unto him, Let the dead bury their dead, but go thou and preach the kingdom of God. Look at verse 61 very carefully. And another also said, Lord, I will follow thee, but let me first go bid them farewell, which are at home at my house. Hmm. Jesus said unto him, No man, having put his hand to the plow, and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. I want to share this song of I've come too far look back with a message of how there's a lot of people, folks, listen, there's a lot of people that have not walked long enough with the Lord. A lot of people are looking back, thinking that they're missing something, thinking that what have I done? Here I become a follower of Christ and, and this new life that I'm in. And they only go so far along the pathway. And for whatever the reasons, they decided, I have to take another look back. Is that, is that other life that I left, is that, was that a more joyful life? Was that a more life that I, I, I really desire? We're going to look at that into this song. Let me just give you this. What are some of the reasons why people think that... Um, I got to look back. I got to turn back. I think one is this. They miss 
the pleasures of sin. They miss the pleasures of sin. Don't get me wrong. Whoever whoever would say that there was no pleasure in sin uh, is not thinking clearly because we all know the sins that have easily beset us in our lives when we were young. We all know that what we had struggled through. We all know what we've gone through. You just close your eyes and just for a moment you can bring back the memories that we, uh, things that we did that we, um, maybe we didn't think they were too shameful at the time, but now we're ashamed of what we had done in our lives. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 24, by faith Moses, when he was come to, to years, refused to be called Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God, finish the verse, than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. So all the pleasures that we used to know, folks, they're all but for a season. They all come to an end. The Bible says that the wages of sin is death. Um, And the Bible says that uh, the sting of death we know about and that sin will bring forth eventually death in, in, in people's lives. Because, folks, God is keeping a good record book. Amen? He sees everything. He knows everything. Everything one day will be accounted for. For the lost, it's going to be, there's no hope for them. But for the saved, we're going to have works burn up, that things that we did and not the right spirit, the motive. That's another story, another message. But the Bible said this, Lot's wife, Do you remember that? Lot's Lot's wife did not go far enough out of the city. Looking back upon instructions not to, she became a pillar of salt. That was in Genesis 19. Um, Dust thou art, and dust thou shalt return. What what captivated her so much that knowing that the city was going to be destroyed by God, by fire and brimstone, what had what was so enticing that she had to look back I don't know what did she what was missing so much that she thought I got to take one more glimpse Mm, I don't know what about this how many teens right now that we know um, they're looking back because they haven't walked far enough with the Lord there's teens today that just chomp at the bits to get out of the under the rule and thumb of their parents only to do what they want to do to get on their own, make all the money in the world, and, um, and, and get out of church and get out of serving the Lord. Folks, listen, they haven't gone far enough. They have not gone. Teens, can I encourage you? Stay with the Lord. When you, when you leave the, uh, high school to go to college or to go wherever the Lord would lead you, stay with the Lord. Walk with the Lord. Amen. Find out that the Lord is gracious. The Lord is merciful. Stay with them. Don't don't just bail out and get out. Man, I tell you, people, I I know people that serve the Lord, and now they're saying, you know what? It wasn't worth it all. It's not, I'd rather go back to the pleasures of the other life. For what reason? What? It doesn't make sense. But you know what? The devil's fighting our teens. Can I say that? The devil are after it. He's after us. If you want to do anything for the Lord, if you're serving the Lord in any capacity, uh, the devil's after us. He wants to, to, to destroy our lives and get us silenced. But we just got to keep on keeping on. Teens, boy, keep on, folks. Teens, don't give up. Marriages. 
I hate to say this, but marriages are falling apart within two years because couples didn't walk far enough with each other and with the Lord. Amen? Because the Bible says when you're going to when you're going to uh, give vows to somebody, uh, we are not to be unequally yoked with unbelievers. Amen. We want to marry somebody that's in the faith. Amen. Give me some amen. We want to marry somebody that's in the faith. Just don't marry everybody for good looks. And I was talking to uh, Jen up there. She's up there. Hi, Jen. Um, and uh, uh, my wife is big on education. She's big on education. When I was in school, I, can I be honest? I, I, education was the furthest thing from my, from my mind. I just wanted to graduate and get out. And back in those days, they just graduated. They didn't care. If you could spell your name, you're going on. <laughs> and uh, I knew I wasn't going to college. And uh, I went into the military. And that was the best thing for me because I came to know Christ in the military. Amen? But I said that to say this. Why did my wife even marry me? Because... I, I, Micah was looking, Micah, stand up, man, don't, don't, my kids, she's big on education to them, um, but I, I feel like I just don't, I just, I don't know, I, I wish I would have paid attention in school, I wish I would have got good grades, I, I, I'm not alone, am I, I mean, there's others out there like us, but it's crazy, um, but, but listen, folks, there are people, couples, um, hey, listen, Things are going to get tough uh, for newlyweds, amen? Finances, um, just all kinds of things that never came up in that six months to a year uh, little honeymoon before we get, no, <laughs> wait a minute, let me rephrase that. Uh, the dating, what is that called? The uh, engage, en engagement, is that engagement? Do people get engaged still, I guess, yeah? Remember that time? It seems like everything is going great, you know, um, but then all of a sudden, people get married, and then the wife says, uh, you know, I can't wait to have kids. And he said, whoa, we never discussed that. We're not having kids. Would you know this? My own father and mother, my own father and mother, that, that when they got married, my mom wanted to be a nurse. Her heart was set on being a registered nurse. She went on to college to become a registered nurse. She retired 45 years later as a registered nurse. But my dad was a police officer at the time. And when the first child was on its way, my brother Lenny, uh, he says to her, you're going to stay home and raise the kids. This was in 1960, folks. She said, I'm going on to be a nurse. Four kids later and then a divorce. I don't think they talked that thing out, did they? Before you, all, everything's always great before, but then when marriage happens and the vow says I do, then all these things come up. Honey, I thought you was going to pay the bills. No, I thought you was going to pay the bills. <laughs> Who's going to pay the bills? I thought I stay home. No, you stay home. And all these problems. But but couples, it don't don't give up with the Lord. Stay with the Lord. Stay walk with the Lord. That's what I'm saying. I've people. I, I know people that, that we've come too far to look back now. Can I say amen? We've come too far. People in the military and boot camp, when I was in uh, a staff at a boot camp in Orlando, Florida, there were recruits that were quitting on their company because they wanted to go back home. They thought boot camp was too hard. Please. I got on the treadmill a couple weeks back. I went five minutes. My body said, I've gone too far. <laughs> Folks, I didn't go far enough. Amen. I didn't go. 
I didn't go far enough. That's what I'm saying. Number one, that first uh, in, the, in the chorus says this. My feet have walked through the what? The valley. How many here know that as believers in Christ, there are valleys that we're going to go through? I don't care who you are. Don't matter how old you are. There's some valleys that you're going to experience. The Lord's going to allow certain things. Can you imagine if you just say, Lord, don't ever put me in any temptations or trials or testings. Just make everything smooth sailing. What kind of Christian would end up 20 years from then that's never been through the fight, never been through the fire for the, 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 uh, the Hebrew three men cast into the fire? You've never been through the flames. You've never been through some testings. You never went through the valley. All these things are just to make us strong in the Lord. The Lord knows what he's doing. He's the potter. Amen? We're just clay. He knows what he's doing. The Bible says this. Listen. Um, people have gone through broken marriages. Loss of a child or spouse. Sickness that the doctors give no hope. But there's nothing that God can't see us through. Can I say that again? There's nothing that God can't see us through. Folks, there are people that even contemplate taking their life as a Christian because they see no hope in the situation what they're in. Folks, sometimes we have to let go and let God do what God does best, amen? So many times we do things on our own and we just, we fail. We gotta let God take control of the situations. The Bible says this, Psalms chapter 23, verse 4. David said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rock, thy rod, and thy staff that comfort me. David, had, he knew what the valley was. He, he'd been in it more times. You and I probably would, would want to go. But through it all, through it all, God was with them. Amen? Through it all. People were out to kill him. People were out to, to destroy him. I, I know there were points in David's life that he thought, you know what? Sh sh you know, it, it gets hard. The, the, the nonstop verbal attacks, the nonstop threatenings, and, and on and on. And, and, and the devil just seems to be relentless. He never gives up. But we got to take comfort in the Lord. And, and if you look in Psalms, that's what David did. He took comfort in knowing that his God was in control. His God is more merciful, powerful than anything that anybody would ever know. Um, and, and the valleys were there, but he knew his God can get him through. Hebrews 13, 5, let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such, such things as ye have. Oh my, we could just echo that throughout the, our children's lives. For he had said, I will never leave thee nor what? Forsake thee. Testings come to make us strong. Amen. Testings come. Listen, we need people that have, that have been through some things, but can stand and testify that the Lord was with them. Uh, but can I, can I say this? But there's nothing worth taking a life because you think all things are so ho uh, hopeless and helpless. God doesn't work that way. And, and the Bible said there's no temptation which is common to man, but God is faithful who will not suffer us to be tempted above that which we are able. He knows. 
In boot camp, the company commanders are supposed to push these recruits, recruits to the very edge, but not over the edge. Amen? Um, and, and, and we are soldiers in the Lord's army. Amen? And God wants us to mold us and make us to be as strong men and women and teenagers as we can be to be a help to this dying world out that we live in. Amen? I've I, my feet have walked through the valley. We're going to, let's go on to number two, please. I've climbed mountains, crossed rivers. Amen. If you're a believer in Christ, you have experienced times when you're on the mountaintop. Can I say amen? Can anybody say amen? You felt, you felt like you could attack hell with a squirt gun. Amen. You just felt that you were so high on the Lord's mountain that God has just given you victory over something, and you thought, you know what? I don't care whatever. Say, you know, a lot of people talk about Christians. They talk about maybe you at the workplace. Um, you know, that bothered me earlier in my Christian days. But you know what? Say anything you want. I don't care. I stand before God Almighty one day, not before my boss, not before anybody else, not before my wife. <laughs> Amen. I stand before the Lord and give account of my life to Him. So, you know what, say what you want. I don't care. I've come too far to look back. I've come too far to look back. Mm, let's go on. Um, climbed mountains, crossed rivers. The Bible says this in Psalms chapter 30, verse 4 and 5. Sing unto the Lord, O ye saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. Is our God holy? Amen. For his anger endureth but for a moment. In his favor is life. Weeping may endure for what? Right. But joy cometh in the morning. Amen. I thank God for the joyous times that I've had as a Christian. How much time do we have left right now? I don't know. I know it's nearer now than when we first believed. Amen. I know the coming of the Lord is drawing nigh. And I know that we are to be looking up for our redemption is closer than now than, than ever before. And I know there are things going on behind the scenes that we probably don't even know about. Things that are falling into place because God's putting things into place because he said he's the master from the beginning of creation to the very end. He knows the, uh, uh, what's going to happen. He knows who's coming into power. He knows everything. And the stage is being set for the Lord to come back very soon, folks. One guy works at he probably won't come back for another 150 years. I said, what are you smoking? 150 years. The Lord's coming back soon. Things are happening out there. And uh, we should be, you know what? This is crazy. I'm just going to throw this out. As two people that are engaged and you set a wedding date and you have a year to go for the wedding and all of a sudden, month after month, seems to be flying by, right? Flying by. And as you see that day approaching of your wedding date, you would think that the couple would be wanting to get things more so ready for that day. And if we know the Lord is coming back, why are we seeing people that saying, I'm, I quit, I'm going home? I, it just boggles my mind to see Christians that I, I really don't want to serve the Lord anymore. I'm tired. I'm done. I've come too far to look back. My feet have walked through the valley. I've climbed mountains. I've crossed rivers, desert places I know. But I know I'm nearing the home shore. Amen. We're near, folks, listen, we're nearing the home shore. It's not that far away. But even if it is 
100 years from now because we don't know for sure. Um, does that mean we throw in the towel? No. Wally Williams, how old folks? Serving the Lord, good night. He doubles my age now. And I'm, <laughs> I'm tired, amen. But uh, I'm not, there's a song, one of the Southern Gospel groups said, I'm not giving up, amen. I'm not turning around, amen. Amen. Give me some amens, folks. I need some amens up here. Man, I need amens. Come on, Dave. Give me, a, give me a groan or something. All right. Amen. All right. Psalms 40 verses 1 through 3 says this. I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined unto me. He has put a new song in my mouth. Even praise to our God. Many will see it in fear. Folks, when I got saved, before I got saved, Christianity, are you kidding me? Um... No, that wasn't, no, no. I didn't think about it, didn't want it, didn't desire it. Um, even after I got saved, my brother, as you start witnessing to your family, my older brother, he would laugh at me when I would have the cathedral quartet in the car on. He would laugh at that and say, what is that? He laughed and laughed. He laughed at my preaching and teaching to him. And uh, I didn't shove it down his throat, but I told him about that Jesus loves you. And that you'll die and go to hell without him. That's just telling the truth. I did it in love. And uh, 20 years went by. And then my brother found himself on the deathbed. Because he, 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 he lost his fight uh, with alcohol, basically. And his body started to shut down. And the God that he laughed at, the God that he mocked at, he said to me, David, I want, I want your Jesus now. Because I know where I'm going. It's not pretty. And he called upon the Lord who is gracious. As the thief on the cross who gnashed upon his teeth. Both one another on each side. And was telling Jesus and mocking him and laughing at him. Come down if thou be the Christ. Save thyself. And then some, something the light clicked on. The one looked over and said listen. We deserve our just rewards. We deserve to be up here. But this man in the middle has done nothing amiss. Jesus. Remember me when you comest into thy kingdom. And the Lord said, I'll get back with you. Right? Did he say it? Today, thou shalt be with me in paradise. Whoo! Let me ask you a question. You think the guy on the other side, and he's still alive today in eternity, do you think that he's thinking, what, what fool I was? I made the biggest mistake of my life. I should have chimed in with the other guy and said, yes, this guy, we deserve to be here, but not this man in the middle. Because the Bible says the memories in hell go on forever and ever and ever. Remember the rich man in hell? Well, that's another story. Goes, I, I want to keep you. I want to get you out of here. I got a life group to get to. They're making s'mores. <laughs> I got to get on them. Um, I don't like s'mores. Uh, but listen, he has put a new song in my mouth. And, and like I said, folks, a lot of you love the old hymns. I do. Um, I grew up in a, in, in a Baptist church. That, that, that hymnal was broke out every Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. Amen. And just the songs after songs. I still have one in my library. Um, just love the old songs. But uh, I, you know what? Before I got saved, I didn't have a song to sing. I didn't. But when I knew, when I came to know the master, he put that new song in my mouth. And, and uh I've been singing, I've been listening to um, a Hillsong, um, 
now it's just flash on me. What, one of their big songs that they do, uh, uh, it's about the cross, um, but it's been on my heart. Listen, point number three, we got to hurry here. I got nine, ten minutes. Um, number three says this in the song of the hymn, I'm nearing the home shore, amen? If the Christian walk is a long distance walk, not a marathon to run, but walk with the Lord, then the finish line is in sight, Amen. It will be worth it all when we see Jesus. One glimpse of his dear face, all sorrow will erase. The Bible said this, Romans 10, I'm sorry, Romans 13, 11 says, and that knowing the time, the now is high time we awake out of sleep, for our salvation is nearer than when we believed. The home shore is near, folks. Guys, everybody here, it's coming, it's closer. From the day that we believed, and mine was in 1978, how much closer am I now to eternity and when the Lord returns back? It's, it's, it's closer. It's not farther away. It's closer. It's closer. And we should be looking. We should be expecting. We should be watching and waiting and prayerfully uh, waiting for the, 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 the groom to come for the bride. Philippians 3.13 says, Brethren, oh, listen to this. I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Paul was a man, I don't care what you said to him, I don't care what you did to him, and all the things from the shipwrecks to the trials and, and, and left for dead and this and that, folks, listen. Paul looked back and said, I've come too far to look back. Amen? Oh, he, you thought, I, a lot of people said, I love Paul's life in Acts. I just love how God was with them throughout in trial after trial, tribulation after tribulation. But Paul's in heaven now. He's with the Lord, absent from the body, present with the Lord. And, and uh, he was a great man of God, used greatly of the Lord. And that's what I want with my life. I, I, I've been serving the Lord now since whew, 78 to now. You do the math. I've come too far to look back. And I'm just encouraging others. Folks, we, we, we've, we've come too far to throw in the towel. Um, we've come too far to say, I quit. Let me, let me, let me go finish up real quick here. Um, Psalms 37, 25. I have been young and now I am old, but I'm not that old. Amen. Yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Amen. God's been, God's been good to me. He really has. And the Bible's, uh, and, and the last point was the redeemed are rejoicing. The angels are singing, folks. Amen. I've come too far to look back. Psalms 100 says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Amen. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful in him and bless his name for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth to all generations. God is so good. And I just want to encourage everyone today, tonight. We've come too far serving the Lord. Let's don't give up. Let's not quit. Let's not shut up, but let's keep serving the Lord because one day we can sing, it will be worth it all when we see Jesus.